Hi, my name is Monica Broussard, and I have a podcast on Podbean called Finding Revelation Daily, and my website is livinglifeonhigh.com. And today I'm interviewing Dave Clark, the author of A Heart for the Bible. Good morning, Dave. How are you today? Good morning, Monica. I, I'm doing good. Thank you. So nice to have you. I have a few questions for you today. What I'd like to do is go through some of those questions and generally get an idea of basically who you are and your recent book that has come out, A Heart for the Bible. I'd like to Dis discuss some of the items that you have written inside your book. So let's get started. Uh, what I would like to do is start with a couple of questions about you, Dave. I would like to know basically a little bit about your background and what led you to writing A Heart for the Bible. Okay. Well, I was born uh, very locally to where I live right now. I was born in the city of Orange, and I've lived most of my life in Orange County. Uh, I have uh, two sisters, one older and one younger, and I've been very close to my older sister because only being a year and a half older than myself. Um, and also, uh, my, my dad was a veterinarian, and he started in a small animal practice in Hollywood, and he eventually was a veterinary director at a large chicken hatchery in Anaheim. My mother was originally a stay-at-home mom, but after 40 years, she went back to school to become a public elementary school teacher. Uh, my spiritual training uh, was rather mixed, I, I think largely because my parents were from different backgrounds. Uh, well, and so my father had a stronger Bible background Actually, he was a medical missionary in Turkey, and he would tell me stories about his experience. His father was a medical missionary in Turkey, I should say, and, but he grew up in Turkey, and he would tell me the stories of what it was like to be a child in Turkey. Uh, but he would read uh, to our family from the Bible, and that was an encouragement to me. And I can remember, for example, one time he, he, he taught me about the prodigal son, and how much the father loved the son. And I remember that meant a lot to me because this was coming from my own father. Um, on the other hand, uh, my mother, she did not have a Christian background while growing up. And she was really taught me to question the Bible, being a very analytical person and to question what it said. And, and I would go to church with both parents. Uh, and But I, I thought it was my father was more... Uh, into it because my mom was tended to question it. In fact, she once was a Sunday school teacher and she resigned because she had a hard time believing everything it taught. So, so again, this was the background that I had. And, um, and actually my mom, uh, she, while she was kind of without faith for a while, she made a recommitment to Christ in her final days. Uh, so what caused me to decide to read the Bible all the way through in one year uh, was the major reason I needed help for my marriage. And my wife Helen and I had been separated for a number of years, and I wanted to find something to bring us back together. 
And I remember my assistant pastor, his name was Mike Orlando. He told me one time that he had read through the Bible several years. And, and when I asked him about his experience, he said it was life-changing. And so that caused me to decide to, to, to do that myself. And I've been reading through for the last 10 years. And, and it, is, it has made a large impact on me. And so that, that has helped me in my marriage, and it has helped me in many, many ways, and, and has influenced me towards writing the book, A Heart for the Bible. Wow, that's awesome, Dave. Um, <laughs> you're one of the few probably California natives I know, so that's, uh -huh, that's yeah. pretty uh, rare in itself, I think. Um, that is very interesting that your dad was a veterinarian and your and also was a missionary in Turkey. I mean, that's yes, his really his father was a missionary. Yes. His father, so your grandfather his was a missionary. Okay, so your grandfather was a missionary right. in Turkey. Uh -huh. So that gave you um, between your mom and your dad and the information coming from your grandfather. It seems like that you have a very diverse background mm -hmm. as far right. as your spirituality goes. Right. And that is very heartwarming about the, the Bible reading that your dad did with you. That goes to show how important it is to have that bond with our children. Dave, in your book, uh, A Heart for the Bible, um, you, you take us on a journey of discovery and, and personal growth, and you've kind of tapped in on a little bit of it uh, in your beginning here. But through your personal stories and experiences, can you uh, give us a couple of reasons why really we sh should read the Bible? Sure. Well, one of the things in, in reading through the Bible is I look to see what it gave as reasons why we should read the Bible. And I, I think that's a, a good way to start. And one of the things that I found was that it, it says that the Bible can help us to get closer to God. And for example, Psalm 145, 18, it says, The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth, which I take that to mean the reading the Bible. And so I, I found that, that's, uh, that we really can grow closer to God at this while we are having time to read the Bible every day. And, and I find that that's is generally true for everybody that we when we like if we spend time with those we love it's it's very special. I can remember, for example, in during Thanksgivings that uh, we would have meals together, our whole family, our extended family, and I would have meals with my parents and sisters and grandparents and uncle and aunt and cousin, and but it was just really special that we would have that time together. Um, and I, I, I think, so I think that that's one of the reasons uh, is to have that time with God. Uh, a second reason I think is very important is to, to be um, somebody that, to do what God wants and desires. And in 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so, uh, this is something that I think I want to please God, and I think I'm pleasing God when I try to really understand what is said in the Bible. Um, 
uh, just a, examples why this is important to me is my parents taught me it was important that I listen to them and remember the lessons that they tried to communicate to me. And they, for example, they taught me to be financially wise and to, so that I could support my family. And they told me about investments and, and different things that were important. And I, so I think in a similar way that it's valuable that we listen to God, see what he says for us and how, uh, how we can have a better life. Wow, Dave. Then what I take from that is that we really would want to read the Bible to understand, understand God's will for us mm -hmm. and that he is pleased when we understand his word and we're able to, to study and to become closer to him when we do the studying in the Bible and understand his word. Um, what would you say are the benefits, the direct benefits? I know that having God's will and being closer to God, but in an everyday stance, when we're, we're going through our daily lives, what would you say are the benefits of reading and understanding the Bible? Yes. Well, I think we have much to appreciate in our, in our society for the Bible that we have. And the Bible was written thousands of years ago, but, and writings were not printed, but on materials like papyrus and, and people could not even read usually. But now we have the Bible and it's in print and it's found in numerous channels and CDs, cell phones, the internet. So we, we have these advantages and I think we should, uh, show our appreciation by utilizing them. But I've been through myself and talking with people, I found that there's, there's many benefits, practical benefits that people have learned. Um, just for example, um, as far as uh, better knowing God, which is one of the major reasons that, um, that I've, I've, I have gotten closer to God through just, being with him in the, in the word. And I've, uh, others I've talked to have done the same. Um, there's practical ways that we, as we try to please God, we learn things. Uh, one example is my pastor, my senior pastor has shared that he, he learned more to pray for others. And he, he learned that that was part of praying is not just for ourselves, but also to pray for others, which, is, which helped him to be less selfish. Um, I think uh, another practical way I have found that it built, has built my faith. And I've, I found that at one time, I was really hard to understand the Old versus the New Testament. But through reading it all the way through, it's kind of helped me to kind of like connect the dots and to see what really is the message of the Bible, and particularly related to Jesus. And, and then I think that there's practical ways that... I and others have found. One particular one is as in guiding us practically is towards marriage. And I've talked to people who they have found that they really better chose the right person through the counsel of, of the Bible. And to see what how does what does God say are important characteristics for our spouse. And that was a very helpful in making that right selection. 
So I think there's, there's many practical things that we can learn from the Bible. It sounds like there's a lot of practical things that we can learn for sure. Praying uh, for others helps us to be less selfish and it builds our faith and even can strengthen our marriage. So that's huge. So through history, many of our more famous quotes were derived from the Bible and it has been a big influencer on our society. Can you share with us some of the more familiar quotes and what they mean? Sure. Yes, I, I have done a little bit of investigation on that. And it's really uh, I've been impactful for me to see that throughout history, we've had people who have been impacted by the Bible. And one in particular was Sir Isaac Newton. And this one of the most famous scientists that, that we have had is he has helped to develop laws of motion in, in, in physics and helped to develop calculus and mathematics. And, but listen to what he was quoted to say. I have a fundamental belief in the Bible as the word of God written by men who were inspired. I study the Bible daily. So this person that we have so much respect for, that's, that's something I think is, um, is an inspiration. And then there's been presidents, George Washington. He said, it's impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. So he, he valued it just as to govern the world as the president and helping to start our country. He was really looking to the Bible as inspiration for how to do that. Another uh, president after George Washington, John Quincy Adams, listen to what he said. It has been my custom for many years to read the Bible in its entirety once a year. So he read it all the way through every year. And you think of how busy he would be as a president. And, and then there were others that were like that. William McKinley, another president, he said, the more profoundly we study this wonderful book, the more closely we observe its divine precepts, the better citizens we will become and the higher will be our destiny as a nation. Then Woodrow Wilson, another president, I am sorry for men who do not read the Bible every day. I wonder why they deprive themselves of the strength and pleasure. So, wow. I mean, he was, he was saying, we really miss out if we don't read the Bible regularly. And another one, Theodore Roosevelt. A thorough knowledge of the Bible was worth more than a college education. Wow. I mean, that is, that is a powerful statement to me. It's, it's worth more than a whole college education. Couple more, Harry S. Truman, another president. The fundamental basis of this nation's law was given to Moses on the Mount. The fundamental basis of our Bill of Rights comes from the teaching we get from Exodus and St. Matthew, from Isaiah and St. Paul. So he really saw the Bible as fundamental in terms of how we shape our government and what the right values that we have. And then one other who is a, a, not a president, but was a famous military leader during World War II, Douglas MacArthur. He said, believe me, sir, never a night goes by, be I ever so tired, 
but I read the word of God before I go to bed. Hmm. So we think about this person who was so, must have been so busy and so many responsibilities as a, a commander, commander of forces in World War II, but he chose to read the word of God, read the Bible every night before he went to bed. So I, I found that that is very inspirational that, that people, famous people from the past have valued so much regularly reading the Bible. That is amazing. So many of our past leaders and developers of this country and basically the world has really used the Bible as their foundation for being able to develop a life of leadership and, and spiritual, I would say, uh, leadership as far as being able to share this through the generations and, and through the multitude of years. So at this point, can you tell us where we can get your book and, and where to find your podcast, Dave? Sure. So A Heart for the Bible, uh, and, and I have the subtitle, Read the Bible Because You Really Want To. That's available on Amazon, amazon.com. Uh, you can also get it directly from the publisher, uh, Zulon Press, by getting to, on their website. So those are a couple of, of good ways. Uh, Barnesandnoble.com is another way to get it. Uh, so that's, those are all ways uh, through the internet. You can get it. Um, and then I also have a podcast um, that tells many of the, my, the, these principles that I'm sharing with you today. Uh, and have, I have interviews of people that are talked about in the heart for the Bible. And, and that's called a love for the Bible. And that is uh, available on uh, Anchor.fm and Spotify and also Google Podcasts. So those are three, and then there's some additional ones, but those are three of the main ones. And those are, uh, I, I do those once a week, and I start them Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m., and then they keep going, but, but they will first come on available on Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Well, thank you, Dave Clark. This has been very informational, and I hope my listeners really enjoy reading your book, A Heart for the Bible. And just to let my people know, you can find me at Finding Revelation Daily on podbean.com. My website is livinglifeonhigh.com. And you also can email me if you have any questions about this interview or have suggestions. And that would be livinglifeonhigh at gmail.com.